Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. Wow, well, we are back after a significant period of time, and we figured for the last three episodes of She-Hulk, we bring in a special guest. Um, for the lack of, of a better term, she actually looks exactly like She-Hulk. So introduce yourself, Christy, here. Hi, I'm Christy. I am Jason's fiance. And I was invited here. And she's a female. Should we have a girl. Well, so so why do why do guys call women females? Like, we don't know. We're not those guys. Yeah, it, it's very. I think actually no. I think I read about it. It's to like take away their personhood. It's like oh, it's like an animal. They're female. They're female. They're not girls. They're not women. They're females. Why do yeah. we Why do we need a she podcaster? We don't have he podcasters. <laughs> Plus, also, why is it? Me, a fee hulk wouldn't be that if you're going from female derivatives, right? Like just linguistically. Well, if she was a fee hulk, then wouldn't that make her like an iron hulk? I prefer the term she slash they hulk. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess we shouldn't. We shouldn't be assuming Hulk's genders. No, we don't assume anyone's genders. That, but I'm pretty sure Jen Walters has 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 made it pretty straightforward about what her. Oh yeah, she yeah. she's clearly she her pronouns. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm basically here because I have a lot of opinions on this show. <laughs> and Jason invited me on, and I said okay. Well, and also you you do look like Jennifer. Walters. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I do look like her. Podcast <laughs> is sadly something that's lacking uh, the visual proof and evidence, but trust me, she looks exist spitting image like she should cock up. So frankly, I'm a little disappointed. Um, before the show, you said that you were going to uh, be be Halloweening as Alice. Um, I'm kind of disappointed you're not painting yourself green. To be perfectly honest, I think Jason would make a nice pug. I was just gonna I was just gonna wear my hair down and get red sunglasses. I wanted to do Jen and Matt. Aw, that'd be <sighs> nice too. That'd be cute. I yeah, she has like I have basically her curly hair, her and smile, I guess, her like... eyes. Oh, yeah, it's, that's a compliment. I find her very pretty. Yeah, yeah, so. you, you're 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 spinning <laughs> image, uh, Tatiana. You really, you really are. It like, it, not gonna lie, that's probably like seventy percent of the reason why I like this show. No. <laughs> um, but <laughs> when I did watch it, like, it did help me like it more because I'm like, I don't know. Not to say that there's not people on TV that look like me, but they literally looked like me and she acts a lot like me too. So I felt like I was watching me and I related so much to her as I was watching it. Yeah, so there's a quirky It made me like it so much more. There's a quirky mm -hmm. awkwardness, but also very like, I know who I am, I'm self-aware, but like I'm still quirky <laughs> and awkward. And I'm still trying to figure it out and I'm like nervous loud and nailed your persona uh, from what I've experienced of it uh, pretty well. Oh, yeah, so. like- spitting image of my personality for sure <laughs> like i don't know so i have a theory and i feel like this show was kind of made for the girlfriends of the men who watch marvel because <laughs> like i've watched so much marvel with jason over the years and i do like a lot of them but none of them have felt like something i can relate to and now here comes the show and like, I know a lot of people don't, or I should just say it, a lot of guys don't like it, but I feel like it's because it's made for like people like me. It's a superhero show that's really relatable to like the millennial woman. So. And I think that's exactly yeah. it. it. It it relates to women in general. Like there's a lot of women mm -hmm. who take relation to all the women that I've spoken to or heard their podcasts or heard or watched their TikToks. It's like, they're loving it. And the men, I know a lot of also men who love the show. Like my best friends love this show. 
Actually, yeah, most of the guys in my life. Yeah, also the men love in my life show. love this show, and the the men who don't like it are a very specific demographic, who usually yeah. are just more louder than the people who tend to just be like, "I really like that show," and they enjoy themselves, and that's it. They don't go on the rooftops and wave their She Hulk loving flags, so to speak. You know, they take they, they go to cosplay you know conventions and things like that and enjoy it and express it that way. They're not going to bars and screaming at everybody to love She Hulk. I mean, that's what I do. I run into bars and I'm like, I love She-Hulk. She-Hulk is the best. And you're the and reason wave why. wave my She-Hulk flag. And they're the, they're the men who want to like scream about it, about that, about people like you. Um, that's the problem. It's that there's men who specifically feel threatened and need to scream louder, assuming that they're being screamed at by the writers, by the creators, mm-hmm. by the fans. And that, and that's one of the things that I actually really like about the show is like they anticipated that in the bad guys of the show are redditors yeah. essentially i mean essentially yeah. redditors facebook people like there's a group that i'm part of on facebook that is just it is intelligentsia the villain yeah. was toxic masculinity the whole time it really was and it's like they <laughs> were called out and they're like oh marvel just knew you know how we were going to act and they did it so they can get our reactions to it and like no they're just calling out assholes and you just happen to be an asshole i also just love any kind of media that upsets Men. white men like <laughs> I, I will automatically love it i'm like oh this must be great let's just be yeah um, let's just be right about to it like basically at the end of the day white incel men who feel what? uh who feel very much uh uh what's oh my god i'm blanking on that word they feel they entitled. feel attacked they feel yeah or entitled a complete mm-hmm. entitlement there and like that's where they come from and they feel like they're threatened in every way shape or form because if they're wrong then oh my God, everything must be wrong. And they have to defend that 100% and scream louder than anyone else on the planet and make it more violent and make it more hateful. Yeah, the show is just so incredibly self-aware. I mean, Jennifer Walters is such a self-aware character, but like- It's kind of her thing. It's her thing. That's why she breaks the fourth wall. That's why in the finale, she goes in and completely rewrites the ending because that's her character. She goes in and like- takes it as her own and a lot of people don't like that and that's fine i get it but that's how her character was in the comics apparently i'm not gonna pretend like i read she was like that in the comics she She was like that um she's a lawyer she she approaches things very logically so she's not gonna go in and fight every situation physically she's gonna go in very logically and argue and fight her way through like situations and that was the whole point of the finale is that she didn't Mm want to fight everything violently nikki she i mean nikki's like the rest of us you're like all right let's get just, just go get him you know like the, like group therapy the way she was in in the group therapy episode it was like everyone was ready to go out and kill josh you know like but which mm-hmm. by the way i'm not against that because i fucking hate josh and yeah all josh the- can all, die we're all, we're all, exactly that's the point <laughs> and he here. didn't even show up in the last episode i know i was kind of disappointed that that wasn't there um that we didn't get closure on that specifically like face to face kind of thing but jen if she was here She'd be like, no, let's do it the right way. Let's do it through law, do the law. And if that fails, then I'll kick their ass. Then smashy, yeah. smashy. I mean, that's why she's like, I'll do both. Like, I will get them here. And if I can't get them here, then it's always there. I guess, like, sorry to circle back to what we were saying earlier about, like, the men. Or I, I shouldn't just say men, but it is largely part men that are upset with this show and how they feel personally attacked by the men that are presented in the show. Yes. They kind of like a lot of the men that react 
to She-Hulk in the show are very similar to the ones that are watching the show in real life. They see, you know, she gets her, she gets her powers. She, they call her a Mary Sue because she like picks it up pretty quickly. Um, I don't see her as a Mary Sue. I find her pretty arrogant and kind of like not listening to Bruce on his advice. So there are some flaws in her, but yeah, overall, she's not like character at all. She- she's not perfect. I don't think she's a Mary Sue at all. The men in the show are threatened by She-Hulk because she's strong and powerful. And there are moments where she gets angry. And, you know, she does she does go Hulk smash, but, you know, it's considered like, oh, my gosh, she's wild. She's untamed. Like, she, we can't, like, be around her. She needs to be locked up and all this stuff. Yeah, and, I remember we were saying it, it was – we were talking about her arrogance. We were talking about her inability to listen to Bruce in the beginning. And at the end of the day, it's because mm-hmm. she didn't want it. She didn't want any of this. In the first episode, she said, I don't want to be a superhero. I'm not going to be a superhero. I'm a lawyer. That's it. That's all I want mm-hmm. is that. I don't want to come to terms with this because I don't have to come to terms with this. You know, and so at the end of the day, it's like, that's why she would, and she learned throughout the series. People who said that this series was not, you know, like did not have a cohesive thing. Like it did. It was character development. It was all character development on Jen. I thought it was incredibly was. cohesive. And also it's a sitcom. Yeah, like no, it's, a sitcom. it's not supposed to connect the way, it is, but it did because it is Marvel and they know what they're doing. So anyone yeah. who's just not nitpicking through the things and looking at it through willful ignorance, you're going to get the story. So that's what's keeping you. It's the willful ignorance of of people who don't want these characters to exist, who don't want female strong strong female characters to exist in the forefront of the Marvel universe. And that's that's sad. I mean, like there's the amount of times I was just like, it's just sad for you guys. I feel like mm-hmm. you're just missing out on understanding and communicating. And if you know if you don't if you don't like something, fine. I'm fully ready to hear little criticisms here or there. Like one of my major criticisms of the last three episodes was I, I, I wanted Josh to be there at the end. You know, I wanted more Tati, uh, Titania. I wanted more Titania yeah. to come at the end and have that story. And I'm hoping that we get a season two so her story can continue and be something. Because I was real, I just, I, I love Titania. I love her as the buildup and the buildup and the buildup. And I wanted, it didn't have to be a fight. It just, I wanted more development on that character because it deserved it. And it felt like it was there for a reason. You know, um, I want more intelligentsia. Like, there's just so much more story to tell. But that's it. That's the whole point. You left me wanting more. That's always a good thing. Okay, let me pose this question to both of you. How did you actually like the resolution to the finale? You mean with Kevin? Yes. I mean, the whole the whole last act of the show. I, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I did too. I thought it was um, exactly from the pages of her comics where she ripped through the pages of her actual comic book went to the writer who is now in the comic book and screamed at the writer to give her a better issue. So to give you, to give you an idea, my, my mom's a lawyer. I'm very lucky to have a mom that was so opinionated and loud, but I can tell you (laughs) that if it came to a situation like that, she would also go (laughs) out of her way to like, to the source of the problem. I feel like that's what a lawyer would do. So I feel like it is in character for her because she already breaks the fourth wall so much to go in completely and be like, I need to see the head of this and talk to them so we can fix it. And and to me, it worked perfectly in character and for something unique and different in the Marvel Universe. They didn't just break the fourth wall. They broke the fourth fourth wall and made an entire Matrix architect-esque improv, you know, like just... It was very, it was very Matrix, but reloaded. It really was. And it worked perfectly to me. It really did. Like, I'm... 
I enjoyed every moment of it. In fact, that is their offices. Like that's, they filmed it in those offices. One of my friends has been in those offices and he, we were watching it and he was like, I've been there. <laughs> that's their, where she signed the NDA is the actual office. Let me be the lone dissenter. <sighs> Let me be the contrarian. No, don't. Other While way. I liked it and it was very much in character. I am aware of her comic book history. I kind of saw something like this coming. It was a bit deus ex machina. So? For me. That's the... So? So? I'm just, so, I'm just me saying. Me and Joseph really were like, here. so? The thing, the thing, the thing is, like, I, I was fine with it, but the thing that kind of bugged me about it is that, like, I really would have liked her to go back to that moment that she changed and, like, we could see the resolution. I felt like they she made all those changes and then they kind of yada yada over the actual resolution. Well, that's because we ran out of time. Your Honor. I yeah, but no one told them it had to be thirty-five minutes. It could have been forty-five minutes, and we could have had a perfectly fine resolution with some more titania in it. You've oh, you've been complaining since we started this about like all the timestamps on the episodes, and at the end of the day, you're right. The timestamps in the episodes fucking sucks. It's also completely arbitrary, though, right? Like they can make these episodes as long as they want. They just didn't. I think it's to be in conti- continuity with. Her cousin, the Hulk, and how he completely changed character off screen, and nobody saw how that happened. Uh, so don't, don't fucking get only, me started. On that. It only makes sense that off screen we don't see what's going on with that story. The thing is, like, just, just, like, I just want to make people mad. I was like scratching my head, and I was like, well, what actually happened? What? Like, what, did the blood thing not happen at all? Like, was that completely excised from the entire that show? That part I do want to know more about. So I'll tell you exactly what it is. I have the answer for all of that. And oh that my is god, that tell this, me, Joseph. This the oracle. This story, this story is about character development only. This is to be interpreted the next time we see She-Hulk, maybe season two, maybe in New World Order, maybe in another Avengers movie. It could be in a lot of things. And we were to take the character development mm-hmm. only from this, and I mean, not just only, but like it's the stuff that we know happened that are factual. We know her and Matt Murdoch hooked up in this kind of a way. We know she is now a lawyer in the She-Hulk persona, confident with her powers. And that's the intro. It's a sitcom introduction. You could do whatever the fuck you want with it. It doesn't matter. You don't need these big story. And that's what the point of the last episode was, was you don't need all this Marvel story plotline fanfare. Let's just have a fun story where we learn about Jennifer. That's the point of the show. All the other nitty gritty details about resolution about this and that are not important. They didn't set it up that way. The next time we see her, then we can get all detail oriented within that particular plotline. But this particular project had nothing to do with those details. It was just character development on this character. Can't we just have fun? Like, can't we just have a good fucking time? Like, <laughs> yeah, we can. But I also no, I'm, I'm a slut no, for continuity. No, uh, fuck your continuity. And you know what? Marvel says that too. You're gonna get your answer. You're just not gonna get it right now. And that's kind of the thing. I feel like the fandom, as much as I do like Marvel, I'm I'm a casual fan. I'm not like demanding answers as soon as content comes out. I understand. But sometimes we're not going to get an answer till season two, season three, whatever. If the show is season two. If it, it, didn't it get approved for season two? We don't know yet. (gasps) Dang. Well, whatever. 
can't we just enjoy things? But that's I do. It's like I love I love that this show doesn't take it seriously. It doesn't. I take this show more seriously than the show no, takes. No, but the point itself. is it, the it, fans it is take this so seriously. Like I just went on YouTube before this, was like, I'm going to look up video essays on She-Hulk. Oh, and all of them are like, why She-Hulk is ruining the MCU? Yeah, you know. Why this is the worst show of all time? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just shut up. Shut up. Yeah. It's, it's just a lot see of, that, a lot see of that mouth, people. see that mouth. Shh, shh, shh. Just, just laugh, laugh and have fun. It's a good time. There was one YouTuber I watch and he, um, he, he took his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife now through all the MCU. And it was fun watching her reactions and watching her get into it and everything else. And they've watched everything that's gone on. And now she's watching things as things, you know, like come out. And so they watch She-Hulk. And she was okay with it. It's not her favorite thing. You can tell it's not her favorite thing. But he is just like, oh, you know, they're just they're just making every guy horrible. They're just doing all these horrible things. And like usually he's just very like chill and enjoys the show. Not every but guy's horrible this, though. He's so like every he's so like whatever the show's whatever it's fine and then he nitpicks it and you can tell he just feels uncomfortable to the point where like every single guy he keeps mentioning over and over and over again that every guy is horrible or they're gross or they're pervy or they're this like no they're not there's all these male characters her boss is not horrible pug is not horrible nope Um, her father's great i mean there's a lot daredevil's in it and he's wonderful there's a lot of great characters that are male that are not horrible people it's- Here's the thing. I'm going to get on my soapbox now because okay. that's why I'm here. You haven't been on it this whole time. No, not at all. Um, I'm just saying because, like, you know, it's like, as a woman. But it's true. Like, I feel like a lot of men are speaking about this show not really understanding what it's like to be a woman or to deal with a lot of these things. The dating world is a lot like that. I hate to say it. I, I mean, like, I'm with my fiance now, but I was single for a time. Going on dates with guys can be like that did you ever go on a date with a guy like todd yes i've had guys that are like you know i mean like sorry not to get personal here but we'll go on like a date or two and then you know i i politely be like hey you know i just don't see this going anywhere you're a really nice guy but you know let's just be friends and i get harassed and bombarded and you know oh you don't deserve anything or like you think you're better than me and it's like no (laughs) like this does happen to a lot of women even just casually it's it sucks you can tell their moms didn't really like educate them to to think or relate to anybody else it's not they're the special ones and and you know not to say that like every man's like that absolutely not there are there are guys that don't act like that at all and it's wonderful but just know that guys out there do exist like that in the dating world it does feel like that. And the well, show I showcased... Of, I bet none of them had a cool Wakandan spear. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he only did that. He only asked her out on that date because he saw Josh got some after. He like he realized that Josh figured out how to do it and tried to get some himself. In his eyes, she was easy and tried to do it and then got angry that she didn't and made it worse. And, like, that's the mentality of that kind of a male. And that's the problem right there with... Because people aren't reading between the lines to see really what this show is about. And I think it's it's so obvious, but everyone's taking it so personally for themselves. And maybe that's a sign that they need to look at themselves and how they view relationships and women. But they're not taking it that way. They're taking it as an attack. I think, um, sorry, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about like how as a woman I related to She-Hulk, at least in like, like her persona as She-Hulk and then her as Jen. But, you know, sometimes like, 
she kind of used She-Hulk as a way to like be a better version of herself to people. And then when she showed her real self, she was rejected. And I think, I don't even think just women could experience that, but I think anyone can experience that. Like you can put on this like alter ego almost, be this whole other person and be accepted by others. But then when you show your true self, not everyone accepts it. And that's hard. Yeah, like that's the point. I think anyone can relate to that, but I feel like I don't know. As a woman, I really, ex- I don't know. I feel like I experienced that a lot. For me, it was really heartbreaking seeing it happen to Jen because it just reminded me of it happening to you. <laughs> uh, wait, in what context exactly? Not like, actually happening to you, but like, I don't know. Jen, Jen's an analog for you. A little bit. Yeah. And I don't know. I love you. And I also love Jen. No. I, was, I was sad that I was sad that she got hurt like that. No. Yeah. No, it's like, it's really sad. And like, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but when people would freak out so much over She-Hulk's anger, I feel like people react like that to any woman that gets really angry, almost to the point like where a man gets angry, where they like yell or like, I don't know, not hurt anybody, obviously, but like, you know, even if they show any sort of aggression or anger, a a lot of people get incredibly fearful or go so far as to say the woman is out of control. And, you know, that, that, I think it's, the second to last episode but when that scene of her popped up um you know the revenge porn the revenge porn that was such a valid reason to get upset and i think anyone would re- should react that way but like i do feel like there is this kind of social pressure on women to not react that way even in the worst of circumstances you just have to be polite and quiet and calm but like, you know, I wouldn't be, <laughs> I'd be freaking out. I'd also be flipping tables and yeah, it's a, it's a going double, crazy. It's a, it's a double standard. Like if you're a guy, you can destroy all of Harlem uh, yeah. and, and get away with it and be a superhero. But if you're a woman and you wreck some TVs because there's some revenge porn, oh, you're out of control. Yeah, like at, the, Hulk, the-, the Hulk is celebrated for being angry, but yeah, She-Hulk has to like not be that and not even within superhero films or marvel like we go back to the 80s in general and like it was cool in films to like have your guy be offended or to defend someone else and then punch somebody as a form of like violence in order to in order to kind of show their disdain to it and that was accepted that was fine. That was the, as long as it was male. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If it was female, then it's oh, you know, she's just too emotional. We can't have that. And this is why we don't have women in the in, in as presidents is because look at what they do. And it's like yes, you would be worse. So it could look at the males screaming bloody murder from the rooftops for a multitude of reasons, not just She Hulk, but for oh my god, all the reasons. Men are the most more emotional when it comes to their outbursts and violence. You know, it's like you you don't have a lot of women shooting up. High schools and churches and shopping malls. You don't. You have men doing that for the most part. Well, I also think it's because there's a lot more spaces for women to maybe talk about those things in the sense that, like, I don't know. Like, there is, like, when I'm with my girlfriends, I can open up to them about my feelings in a safe way. Unfortunately, a lot of guys don't have that in their male groups because of the toxic masculinity. No, and that's why no. all that anger builds up. And that's why they got a Hulk smash, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, 
the dynamics between genders and like what's acceptable to be emotional about and what's not acceptable to be emotional about. And I think She-Hulk has really good commentary on that. Yeah, I, I think know. so too. And I think even beyond <laughs> just the commentary, I mean, we were talking about just having a good time and, and enjoying things for what they are. But at the end of the day, it's, it is a commentary. And I think it does show lots of cracks in the armor that society has to deal with. And it's just not something that most conservative i think it's okay to say conservative males who are very inwardly insecure about themselves and their place in life and are Mm -hmm. used to just having things be a certain kind of way usually white males specifically um and they're having their little temper tantrum and that's it you know that they they don't want anyone but their mommies kind of telling them (laughs) that there's that they're not special in that sense you know that's what they've been called what do you what do you think jason you're the white male here i am the whitest male here you are the white male here. Yeah, I, am, I am poc bitch my my feeling and i said this in my previous podcast about this um i think a lot of the dislike for this show is certain sects of the fandom just being mad that Hulk didn't get a show or that we haven't really gotten to explore the Hulk character because they like the Hulk character and they can see themselves in the Hulk character yeah. and they can't see themselves in She-Hulk. I think that's some of them, but I don't think, I think that's, that's some of them. Of I, and I think it's a lot of people outside the fandom who are jumping in on this. Um, well, that's, that's way. always, that's like the case. That's the case with like everything. That's, like, I mean, but that's the same. That's the world we live in right now. That's the little mermaid yeah. situation right now. That's, that's yeah. what's happening across the board. That's Miss Marvel, little mermaid, you know, she Hulk, all these things within pop culture that are geared. I'm pretty sure like, yeah, cause man. I know a lot. I know the word woke is being thrown around a lot, but I've come to the conclusion okay. that anyone that considers a piece of media woke is just a piece of media that person does not want to watch. Yeah, anyone who utilizes that term, they lose my interest and respect. <laughs> They're like, me. oh, this is too woke. I'm like, okay, you just don't want to see this kind of person in media. Just anyone say who that. Uses, anyone who uses the word woke, woke. non-ironically That's is it. really not someone you want to hang out with, no. actually. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, they're not someone who you have a lot of a lot of uh, media. They lose. They lose respect immediately in the in the overall scheme of the conversation. They just say you don't want to watch pieces of media you can't see yourself in, and that's yeah. fine. Enjoy media you only see yourself in. That is fair. But and if then, you're a like, white man, there's a lot of media that you <laughs> there's can, so much you can see yourself. There's in. so much, and just shows um, the ignorance of yeah. behind the ver- the verbal context of it all. Because like words like progressive, oh, you're just a progressive. Like, yeah. I am. I'd like progress. Oh, you're like still progress. woke. Progress is good. I'm awake. Yes. I I have awoken. I'm awoken. I've awoken. awakened. I've from old sleepy bad habits. I've moved on from there. So yes, I'm awoke progressive. Thank you. Okay. So guys, I have to rein us in a little bit because you you both are the ranty types. <laughs> um, I just want to hit a couple of things. No, ask no. a couple. Why, of so why do we have to hit anything, Jason? Why can't we just continue with the law you're always about smashing i know you didn't like the ending (laughs) but you're still so violent you're a typical white male what do you want to hit jason (laughs) with what do you want to hit something with joseph the the sokovia accords repealed interesting interesting yes i'm glad they brought it up in this kind of way so we don't need anything more from that christy's like what what yes the sokovia accords the the things from the 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 law 
from Civil War where like all the all the super people have to register themselves with the government. Oh yeah. In a, in a passing comment in the Daredevil episode, he mentions, "Oh, they're repealed." And just just like that, it's a big thing that was just done with one line of dialogue. And I think that's perfect. That is the the epitome of She-Hulk because they're just like we don't we don't really care about your continuity obsessed individuals just tell some story we'll say it just so that way you shut up (laughs) we're not going to go into more detail we we never need to bring this up again we have other stories that that we need to tell that we don't want to waste time on explaining why we don't exist in that way anymore so we're just going to keep moving forward there's just too many superheroes now they can't have the sokovia accords end the story that's another thing that i just really like about this show that they're just like with that group therapy session they just introduced Manbull, mm-hmm. El Agula, Saracen, and Porcupine. And just, will we ever see him again? Eh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, and, if, and if we do in the background, that's fine. And they don't matter, and we don't need to know how they came to be. All we need to know is that El Agula did some light matadoring in college. And that's fine. And it doesn't uh, have to be racist. Or yeah. No. Um, the CGI joke in the final episode kind of cringy maybe because of the thing with the with all the cgi houses hating marvel right now yeah <laughs> i still like the joke where they said like the sorry they're busy working on other things and then the black panther music played that made me very happy so like that whatever cringe aspect of the joke got lost to me for how brilliant that was i did love the musical sting speaking of musical stings let's fucking talk about daredevil because i know we all probably have a lot to say about him <laughs> Uh, I loved the little bit where she's like asking him about like, are you like the gold devil? And like the daredevil music plays. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm daredevil. And she's like, is that, is that supposed to mean something? Does that mean something to me? (laughs) I'm sorry that I thought that the guy dressed up as the devil is the bad guy. Yeah. So good. the, 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 The dialogue in that episode between them was just. I love them so much. If I, if I could date a couple, it'd be them. Well, that's not true. It it could also be, (laughs) it could also be Scarlet Witch and Vision, but a close second would be Jennifer Walters. Yeah, they are adorable in all the (laughs) right. They they, are so cute. By doing their Fast and Furious ending, it shows that I think she we she may pop up in Born Again. She may pop up in other things involving Matt Murdock because they, they seem to be on a a road to couplehood. So to oh, speak. oh no, they are they are getting married and yeah. having babies right now. Yeah. Like that is what's happening. You're, you're on At least in my fan fiction. Yeah, you're on in... the side of the father here. And this is like, no, every conversation is gonna go down this road. They they will absolutely get married and have babies and live happily ever after. Yeah. That is the only way this can end. Um Jason has more notes. I do. I, I'm not getting to most of these. Um, Charlie Cox hasn't lost a fucking beat though, and no, he Charlie's awesome. He's got he's so too. amazing in this show. It's he's really so good. That walk of shame at the end that was, was so amazing. funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, he took it like a champ. Good, good, good for him. The holding of the boots just uh, over the shoulder that just made me so happy. Also, the ending like drawings of like the bra on top of like the daredevil mask mm-hmm. so good i want I, copies of that art hung up i love the art the end credits art i do too actually the art at the end of each episode was like something i looked forward to yeah me like too the, like a, like little things that might have happened off screen or just like 
funny renditions of scenes. Yeah. I loved it. They were so cute. And it was also kind of just nice to see Matt Murdock a little a little more lighthearted, lighter, a little less broody. Yeah, it's just it's like he was like more fun like his comic scene. book. It was some of his other comic books where she get he gets to be a little bit lighter, a little bit more flirty flirty, a little like not exactly Spider-Man, but he actually has a sense of humor. And it's not yeah. something he just has a he says a couple of jokes between brood sessions, which is right. what Netflix has showed us. That's correct. And also, can we just appreciate that the one of the final scenes in this show had Matt Murdock and Bruce Banner in it in the MCU yeah. together? Daredevil. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Daredevil and it's, Hulk were in the same scene. Yeah, it's just it's just really nice because all I have wanted during the Netflix era of like Marvel television was like for him to be crossover with like the Avengers characters, and it happened. Finally, happened. Yeah. So, like, can anyone explain to me? why everyone freaked out about Hulk having a son. <laughs> well, that's the uh, World War Hulk storyline and Planet Hulk storylines, and it's very complicated. And it's been so amalgamized with Ragnarok, which is basically uh, all we got. So now we're, we, I don't know whether they're going to tell the story that happened during She-Hulk in another movie, and that's what we're going to get. or whether Yeah, like who's the mom? Continue from here. She was a warrior in the, she was a warrior in the competition. Uh, and then she was also in the comics part of the rebellion that you also saw kind of ha- huh. happen in the in the background with. Corey. So it's probably going to be completely different. In yeah, the that's, but that's the thing. I don't know how they're going to interpret it because of what it already is canon because it's shifted so much. So I don't know if we're getting a a sequel or if we're getting a prequel or if we're getting a continue. There's so much side left from all this. So yeah. We'll see. I keep hearing rumors that like um, Universal's rights to the Hulk are about to expire. So maybe we'll actually get a Hulk movie. No, we or are like going to get Hulk... a Hulk movie. I'm, I'm 95 to 97% sure that we I would are... settle for a Hulk special presentation. Even like... we're going to get something to completely devoted to the Hulk. We are. Okay. Well, good. Um, he deserves happening. it. It's just a question of whether we're getting what has already happened now that he's at the barbecue pre barbecue or post barbecue. That's the question. Pre or post barbecue? Pre, pre or post barbecue? Yeah. All right. Um, what are your other things. notes that we want to hit with blunt objects? You violent white male, you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I mean, the, I think the only other thing would you like a I large think... gun to shoot something with instead of hitting? I'm gonna cut that out. Does that make you feel better about I'm things. Not, I'm not. In life? Please stop. He does this a lot. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think one of my absolute favorite things about the ending episode to She-Hulk season one hopefully there's a season two I really liked the homage that they did to the Hulk TV show oh yeah that was beautiful it was like almost shot for shot and it It really was was. it was so good even the the shirt that they had Bruce wear and his like turn off the way he turned off the away from the camera it was just it was so brilliant i used to watch that show when i was a kid so i was quite familiar with it maybe i did not watch it but i kind of figured that's what it was yeah and even without the context i thought it was great and i still thought it went into the episode well because i know jason was like oh like 
they, they probably just thought, oh, we need to do this, but we're not sure where to place it. We're just going to place it here. And I'm like, no, I think it made sense with the storyline because she literally just like hulked out and like legit freaked out in front of everyone. Yeah, this is how like, this is essentially how everyone saw her in that moment, just like as this monster. The savage she-hulk. This savage she-hulk. The savage she-hulk, she-hulk. But like, yeah, exactly. but we know she's not that, you know? <laughs> And that's why it's her nightmare that that's the point. And it harkens yeah. back to him, the first episode where Hulk is telling her, like, once they see you as a monster, it, that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And so that's where her fears are. It's it's such I, a... I kind of feel like it's just going to go away, though, actually. I Well, we'll see. I mean, it all depends on what stories they have to tell. And I'm hoping they have some good stories to tell. I'm having faith in it, and I'm not be sitting here being cynical about it. Jason. How much faith... How much faith do you have in them having a second season of this show? Um, I I think I'm pretty faithful. I think they I think they will. I think I think if they have any balls, they will do it. I think if they look at the math, I think there's a lot of people within critical acclaim who have already said really amazing things about this show, um, and it's doing really well in every other respect. We just hear a very very loud minority screaming from the rooftops in the same way they're Here's dealing the thing. with it with the people that like people mermaid. that like the show will watch it and then people who don't like the show will hate watch it so you're still gonna get your watch yeah you're getting watches people are watching you're still gonna get it dedicated fans watching the show and screaming bloody murder about it and earning their youtube careers and their TikTok careers on it. That is true. What are they going to have to hate on if they don't keep making the show? I noticed the once the show ended, they were just very quiet for like a couple of days. And it was like, oh my God, it's so quiet. They don't know what to do with themselves. One, they're probably triggered because they feel attacked. And two, they don't know what to scream about anymore. It's over. It's like, sorry, you're going to have to go find some some other show to scream about. That has a female lead in front in it. Go scream about Andor a little bit. I don't know. Oh, don't don't worry. When Echo comes out, that's yeah. going to be the next. Well, one. that's been held up in production. Yeah, which is not good. Echo is is basically been pulled from the schedule completely while they figure it out. Oh, well, I better figure it out before Born Again because I'm pretty sure those things connect. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Blade. I'm not. I'm not entirely surprised. Uh, I don't think they really had a, a great idea for it. And then the director dropped out. So yeah. they're just scratching it and rewriting it again. Yeah, well, Mahershala Ali was not a fan of the material. So he was like, go back, do it again. And the director and he's the entire like, reason why they're creating this this movie. Yeah. And so I think I think once that was like, the director was like, all right, he doesn't like it. I'm out. I'm done. I can't do this if we're waiting into the year. And it's, in that regard, it's probably just a scheduling thing at that point. So I don't think it was the director having created differences. I think the script didn't work. And director was like, then I can't work on it. I can't. Like, I can't be here and do that at the same time. So now we're, they're starting from scratch, and we'll see what happens. I think they're giving it three to four months to write a better script. So someone's getting paid to rush through this. We'll see. Well, good luck to them. Any any final thoughts, though, on She-Hulk? You two? That, what yeah. kind of... Christine? I mean, do you want to, like, a single-shooter, like, revolver shot? Or do you want like a rat a tat tat? Oh I don't. Okay, forty seven. What would you prefer? I don't to know shoot anything. I don't. I've never shot a gun, Joseph. I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I hate guns. I like the show. It's a good time. 
I just wish people could have a good time again. <laughs> Aww, I think that's the way to, I don't have any other notes to say. I have nothing else to shoot. I just wish people <laughs> could have fun again. I just, why can't we all have a good time? That's sweet and endearing. And I think that's a nice way to end it. <laughs> I like it. And it's true. And because it is true. Don't take it all seriously, people. It's okay. It's going to be okay. If you don't like this Marvel show, it's going to be others. okay. It can't hurt you anymore. It's over. If you had a good time, great. If you didn't. Okay. <laughs> right when you said if you don't, then the ambulance started going out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I hope you have your coronary and that's it. That's That, 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 ends, that ends that problem. She-Hulk. She's here for a good time, not for a long time, not for a serious time. She's definitely here for a good time with Matt Murdock. Yes! Smash fourth walls, sometimes Matt Murdock. That that was so good. <laughs> Just her look at the camera during that line. Dude, if I smash Matthew Murdock, you bet your ass I'd look into the camera and be like, yeah, I did that. And that when she looked into the same when the, into the camera with the X Men thing too, like when are we getting the X Men, and her tongue stuck out. It was so cute. She's so adorable. I love it. The excitement and and just pure joy is elatable, and it's just palpable. And I had a good time, so I hope more people had a good time, and I hope we have an even better time during season two because we are going to get season two. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.